Oh, hey, sorry I'm late. Rough night last night, but never mind that, because you're going to spend a good chunk of time with me here, checking out a feature on the Detroit Institute of Arts, a special feature for all you softball fanatics, and an up-and-coming rap artist brewing in our very own backyard. And we're here at the best place for wings and beer, Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm Mike Tripp. This is Specs Profile. Come on in. Oh, hey again. How'd you beat me here? Oh well, never mind it. But this is the place I was telling you about. Place to catch the game, grab some wings, and toss back a few cold ones. But my favorite part of this place has to be right over there. Go on, check it out. You know you wanna. That's right, 24 different kinds of beer, and it's all on tap. Mmm, a work of art. Speaking of works of art, Ashley Sword is actually at the Detroit Institute of Arts checking out the new exhibits, and she's dying to tell us all about them. Take it away, Ashley. Thanks, Mike. I'm Ashley Sword. Did you know that one of the largest and most significant art collections in the nation is located right in your area? That's right. You can check out exhibits of all kinds in the newly remodeled Detroit Institute of Arts. With over 100 galleries, it now contains 677,000 square feet. A major expansion project completed in 2007 added 77,000 square feet. The first painting, which was donated to the Institute in 1883 to the most recent, all 60,000 pieces of great artworks bring its own creativity to the DIA. The DIA contains a wide range of art from all over the world. Europe, Africa, Asia, and many other countries have donated great artworks to add to the collection. The Institute is made up of sculptures, paintings, and decorative arts, which span through all of the historical periods. The American art at the DIA is ranked third in the country. It contains work from such artists as George Kalen Bingham, Frederick Edwin Church, and John Sloan, just to name a few. Oh boy, we have so many, it's hard to say, but some that might be more recognizable to the general public are Van Gogh. We actually have the first painting by Vincent Van Gogh ever acquired by a U.S. museum. Um, Diego Rivera, of course, we, we also have um, like Picasso and Matisse, and I, I could go on and on, but there's li literally thousands. What's your favorite part about coming to the DIA? Um, seeing the knights, the mass. Well, I, I wanted to come to the DIA because um, it's been revamped and uh, um, there's more additions to it. And um, uh, last time I came, they were just starting the additions. And um, now everything's newer and I want to see the new uh, wings and everything. Um, I just like everything about it. I like the paintings. I like how they have everything from all the different cultures and how you can just go and look at the whole world in one trip. Find your creative side every Sunday at the Institute for a Target Family Sundays. Explore different cultures and their customs through dance songs and their artifacts. After a busy week, you and your family can check out family performances, storytelling, art-making workshops, and much more. Children are also able to explore expression through drawing with a museum instructors. For more information on upcoming Sunday events, you can check out the DIA website. You can check out the Detroit Institute of Arts on Woodward Avenue in Detroit. 
For more information, you can log on to their website at www.dia.org. Reporting for Specs Howard School of Broadcast Arts, I'm Ashley Sword. Oh, excuse me. Welcome back, guys. As you can see, I'm a very thirsty boy. I think it's something they put in the air in here. I'm not sure. But in case you've never been here before, allow me to take you on a tour of this place. Let's start with the over 60 brands of beer that are offered here at B-Dubs. Anywhere from domestics to some of your favorite imports from all around the world, both bottle and draft. And if you are my enemy and beer isn't really your thing, not to worry. Buffalo Wild Wings is happy to offer you a shot of, well, pretty much whatever you like. Or maybe a nice mixed drink, whatever you fancy. And if you think that B-Dubs just serves wings, well, you're in for a shock because they serve burgers, ribs, and even shrimp. It's easy to coach, but it's not always easy to win. When we come back from our break, Carissa Baker will be taking us to Lakeland High School to find out just how easy it was for one coach to rack up over 700 wins in his career. You taught him how to swing for the fences and how to deliver that bone-crushing hit at center ice. But how much time have you spent teaching him what not to hit? Domestic violence. We've had enough. Why not come on down and catch the game? What game, you ask? Well, take your pick. There are so many screens down here, I can't even stay focused on one. I was down here last week and I actually caught the softball game and I was very surprised. It was actually a lot of fun to watch. Speaking of softball, Carissa Baker's up next and she's gonna tell us a little bit about our state's fourth winningest coach in high school history. Thanks, Mike. I'm here at Lakeland High School where their softball coach, Joe Alsup, is one of the best of all time. 780 wins, 27 league titles, and two state championships, all in his 28-year career. Coach Elsup attended Waterford Township High School where he wrestled and played football. While attending MSU, he continued his enthusiasm in sports with his wrestling activities. After graduating in 1972, he came back to Waterford Township High School to become an umpire, and this is where he first decided to be a coach. I, uh was uh, umpiring a game at the school and I saw the team play and the person who was coaching the team did a terrible job. I mean, there was no coaching going on and as a result I, uh, I thought I could do a little better job than that and I ended up the next year putting in for the job and took the varsity job in 1975. Coach Alsup went on to coach at four different schools, Waterford Township, Waterford Mott, Waterford Kettering, and White Lake Lakeland, where he currently coaches. His desire to continue coaching and making kids better is still there. If kids think you like them, though, you can really be tough on them. But if they think you don't like them and you're tough on them, they go, I don't need this, you know. So I think it's, it's a fine line between the two, and I think it's worked out well over the years, and I think I've learned more about that over the years, of how to deal with kids and how to work with kids. After Alsop was done coaching at Waterford Mott, he took a five-year leave from coaching. He came back in 1998 stronger than ever 
and led Waterford Kettering to a state championship. In 2002, he became the coach of White Lake Lakeland. And in 2003, he had his first non-500 season as a coach. After that devastating season in 2003, the team has went on to win four straight league titles. One of his seniors thinks very highly of her coach. I like playing for my coach because he knows the game really well and he's dedicated and he cares about all his players. But he's definitely the best coach I've ever had. Not only do his players think very highly of him, he thinks this could be one of the best teams ever. This year's team is probably as good as any team we ever had. I mean, we're good defensively, we hit the ball pretty well, and uh, we'll be very, very aggressive, and I think it'll be a really fun year. 780 wins, 27 league titles, and two state championships. And just think, what if he wouldn't have taken those five years off? I'm Carissa Baker reporting for Spex Howard School of Broadcast Arts. There are a lot of musicians in the Detroit area, and it takes a special kind of talent to make it big. And this person said to have it all. Crystal Howard will be telling us more on that coming up. Verizon Wireless, it's time to upgrade. Mm. Oh, sorry. Guess I forgot to order you some. But if you want, you can have a smell. Go on, smell them. Mm. Doesn't that smell good? All right, you know, it's not the same as being here and gorging yourself with them, but I was just trying to be nice, you know. You know what? I'm sorry I snapped at you. Can you forgive me? We cool? Yay. Well, didn't have any time to lead into our next segment, but Crystal Howard will be up telling us about a rap artist who is on the fast track to becoming a star here in Metro Detroit. So keep it tuned. Hitsville, USA. Right here, Barry Gordy helped develop many of the great superstars to Michigan, such as Aretha Franklin, The Temptations, and The Five Heartbeats. But what does it really take to develop the next great superstar? Today we'll take a quick glance at a local talent trying to get their big break. By looking at the front of this office building, you would never think that many of the next best hits are being produced right down here in this quiet office building. But they are. This is the beginning for something for many people, especially upcoming artist Alina. Developing an artist takes time and lots of hard work. Right down here, her and producer Denisio Keys are preparing for Alina's debut to the world. Alina has been pursuing her vocal talent since age 10. She loves all types of music, especially rock and roll. Now she is striking her R&B talents. She talks to us about what's the hardest struggle so far. 
you have to put yourself around the right people in the right environment. You have to really be on top of your game, man or woman, in order to survive in the music industry. If you do not study the laws, if you do not study your craft, you will never be successful in what you want to do. Studio life is not easy as people think. Many times, artists and their team are down here for hours at a time trying to put the perfect sound together. Artists wish they could get lucky and get a hit single on the first take, but most of the time it takes days. Producers and talents are in the studio trying their best to put together what they think the audience will love. Then the engineer must make sure that everything fits perfectly together. And finally, after hard work, a single is ready to be presented to the world. Demencio Keys has worked with many upcoming artists. He says that hard work is the key to success. Nothing ever comes easy in life. As far as in being a singer or being in anything that you need to be successful in, you have to have the right attitude. As far as industry is a language, like any other business. You got to know the language. If you don't know the language, you'll be lost. Well, best of luck to you, Arlena. We hope to see you in our local record store shortly. We just took a quick glance of what it takes to develop a new artist, but in reality, it's a timely process. Maybe that's why some make it and some don't. Do you have what it takes to be the next big superstar? I'm Crystal Howard reporting live from Spex Howard School of Broadcast Arts. Oh, hi. Sorry I lost you guys. Forgot to tell you this is my second home, away from home. And there's uh, two big games on tonight, and I need to rest up for them. So, uh, as always, I'm Mike Tripp. I'll see you next time on Specs Profile. An interview with the fourth winningest coach in softball history. Uh, coach in softball history. No. In high school, in high school history. I know. Ugh. Joe, get out of the way. <laughs> Flex fuel vehicles and also how to improve your... you got to be kidding me. first decided to be a coach. I have to do it again because the hair is all in my face. So what's it called when you have to do like sentences and you have to embed? Sure. Embed. Go ahead. We go to specs. We don't know anything about English. Come on. Sleep. Bye.